0: Since the Passover of the Jews was near, Jesus went up to Jerusalem. He found in the temple area those who sold oxen, sheep, and doves, as well as the money changers seated there. He made a whip out of cords and drove them all out of the temple area with the sheep and oxen and spilled the coins of the money changers and overturned their tables And to those who sold doves, he said, Take these out of here and stop making my father's house a marketplace. His disciples recalled the words of scripture, Zeal for your house will consume me. At this, the Jews answered and said to him, What sign can you show us for doing this? Jesus answered and said to them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. The Jews said, This temple has been under construction for forty six years, and you will raise it up in three days. But he was speaking about the temple of his body. Therefore, when he was raised from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they came to believe the Scripture and the Word. Jesus had spoken. While he was in Jerusalem for the feast of Passover, many began to believe in his name when they saw the signs he was doing. But Jesus would not trust himself to them because he knew them all and did not need anyone to testify about human nature. He himself understood it well. The Gospel of the Lord. to you. so the temple in jerusalem was under construction for 46 years leo i think they should have had stens construction on that one sunday morning after mass a priest encountered a youngster standing in the church narthex the boy was staring at a bronze plaque on the wall it was a memorial to those military men and women from the parish who had given their lives for our country. The inquisitive boy asked, Father, what is this plaque? What are all those names? The priest replied, Well, son, those are the names of all the brave men and women from our parish who were killed in the service. Really? replied the puzzled child. Did most of them die at the 9.30 or the 11.30? (laughs) Churches should be welcoming. The house of God should be a place where anyone can come. Any church should be a place where people feel they belong. We crave community. Parishes try to do this in several ways. We have ministers of hospitality at the entrances. We try to provide convenient parking or seating for those with special challenges. We all need to welcome everyone who comes to St. Luke. A smile for the stranger, which of course is more difficult wearing a mask. A willingness to move over or let people pass when they're looking for a seat sharing directions with newcomers. Musicians try to select hymns that are inspiring and singable. Priests attempt to preach meaningful homilies. But you know, preaching or music is more challenging since we have a wide range of ages and preferences at every Mass. But we try. Being a welcoming parish is always necessary Yet, in a pandemic, it's more difficult. For one thing, many people are not coming to Mass. Many are missing, some for good reasons. So the community is incomplete. Those that do come need to observe social distancing. While it's better than nothing, watching Mass on a screen at home is not quite the same. It can't be. We're not assembled with fellow believers. And of course, we cannot receive the Eucharist. But we all want church to be a welcoming place that builds community. Yet a welcoming church might take on (coughs) a different meaning. Some people think being welcome in a church means we should always hear what we want to hear. But just because church can challenge our thinking does not suggest. We are not welcome. It might mean that the Word of God, the teaching of Christ's church, is not welcome to our way of thinking. Now, we picture our Lord as so non judgmental. Anything goes. He wants us to be like Frank Sinatra, do it our way. Well, today's gospel kills that theory. It's one place in Scripture where our Lord. He is really in a bad mood, downright angry. You know, it was not unusual for the Jerusalem temple to seem like an ancient flea market. People purchased things to offer as sacrifices, sacrifice in the temple. But our Lord knew that the merchants were cheating people. That was the problem. They took advantage of people. Today, these business persons would be the subject of an investigation on 60 Minutes. And then our Lord takes off like Bobby Knight throwing chairs across the floor in Assembly Hall. He wields a whip, dumps coins on the floor, screams at people to get out. You can bet the opening hymn that day in the temple was not all our welcome. These people somehow thought it was okay To use the house of God for their own purposes. But all are welcome doesn't mean anything is welcome. So faith must be more than something to make us feel good. Church is not meant to be therapy. Yes, everyone is welcome. But everyone also needs to make God welcome. There will be times... When God's ideas don't match our ideas. Just this week, a representative in Congress asserted that what any religious tradition describes as God's will is no concern of Congress. And the same is true for many people about God's will no concern of theirs. The Ten Commandments are simply the Ten Suggestions. People abandon the Catholic faith. They reason that the church's teaching on a variety of issues is is wrong, and not just minor issues like the music or the personalities at the parish. They dissent from major teachings of the church rooted in Scripture, taught consistently for 2,000 years. To them, the church is outdated, not accommodating the current culture. So they quit coming. Or look around for another community willing to water down the full message of Christ. In the second reading today, St. Paul predicted that Christ would be a stumbling block for some and foolishness for others. For the foolishness of God is wiser than human wisdom. No one has more lived experience than the 2,000 years of the church Christ established. Glad All Over was a hit sung by the Dave Clark 555 years ago. It is not the mission of the Catholic Church. Yet the bottom line is that every church needs to welcome everyone, even those whose ideas differ greatly. Because as today's gospel points out, our Lord well understands human nature. He knows each one of us. Very well. Our biggest challenge then may not be for a church to make everyone welcome. The greater challenge is for everyone to make Christ welcome, to accept his message, his teaching, to be part of the community of believers he founded. Sure. Make no mistake, all are always welcome. But let's keep asking ourselves is he welcome? Now, we don't want anyone to die at any service, but some of our own ideas may have to die in order to live in Christ. Let us rise and profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things, visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord.